As health and wellness providers, we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person, multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own. That's why I've started the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'll be bringing you interviews with experts, tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Today on the show, we have Katie Friel. Katie, thank you so much for being here. Can you please introduce yourself to our audience? Absolutely, Kendall. My name is Katie Friel, and I'm the owner of Twin Ponds Holistic Health, located in Brightingsville, Pennsylvania. Wonderful. And we'll get into learning more about your center as we go on. But today, we're really going to focus on events and hosting community events, different types of events at your center. And I know this is a topic that wellness center owners always want to know about because typically community events are really part of people's vision when they're opening wellness centers. So tell us about your current setup with events at your center. Okay. Well, I purchased the building last July and our first event was late October. Since that time, we've had an event every Sunday of the month, like on the last Sunday of the month. And they run all day from about 11 a.m. to 5 o'clock p.m. Sunday works well. The 11 a.m. start time is nice because people are either leaving church or maybe they wanted to sleep in a little bit. And holding events on Sundays allows for our Jewish community members to attend and not interfere with Sabbath. The general admission fee allows for participants to engage in a main event, and that might be a sound bath, it might be a yoga class, and it also allows them the opportunity to visit with various vendors who come in for the day. They can purchase lunch in the kitchen, made fresh by our resident chef. They can cold hot cycle with an outdoor sauna that's literally a giant barrel, tailored to a truck and running on a wood fire. And all participants have the option to tack on an added service. So they basically have this big event and then they can tack on a massage. They can tack on an additional sauna treatment or or the cold hot cycle. They can tack on Reiki. They can tack on aromatherapy sessions, cupping. They can even visit our salt cave, which is owned by Salt of the Earth. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And we have a different theme for each event. Awesome. So what do you think it is that keeps people coming back to these events? We set ourselves apart by offering each member an individualized itinerary. It doesn't matter whether they are coming for the main event or a day of specialized service. They each receive a personalized schedule via email and in person too when they arrive with their name on it and a set schedule that carves in time for lunch socializing, sitting around our fire pit with tea or cocoa, and relaxation. And I can't tell you how much people absolutely love this. They constantly say to me, you mapped out my whole day, and that was exactly what I needed. I didn't want to make any choices except for what specialized services I was going to be paying for. This has also been incredibly helpful for our resident chef. She's guaranteed a lot more food business when I carve in an hour for lunch and socialization. 
Another factor in client retention is giving the people what they want, not what I think they need. So they really don't want an hour long lecture on the merits of being vegetarian. They want movement. They want to use their senses, touch, hearing, smell, sight. That's what sells. And that's what feels good. The sound baths are really hot right now. The mobile sauna is totally trending. So I give them a sound bath with an amazing gong master and rock musician every month. And they love it. They come back just for that. They, they want the mm-hmm. sound bath. They want the sauna. And the last thing that really keeps people coming is surprises. I surprise our clientele with welcome gifts, exit gifts, swag bags, giveaways, hugs, a lot of personalized treatment. I'm at the front desk greeting people and problem solving. And as a result, this has really become my fun job. I get so much fulfillment as people are leaving and giving me a hug and just thanking me for giving them a day of complete self-care. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds amazing. And the, the personalization is key to feel like, and I mean, that's where, where wellness centers really shine in the first place is personalized care, individualized care, holistic care. But at an event in particular where you could feel like, okay, I'm just one of many at an event, you then feel like, oh, they've curated this just for me and they've gone the extra effort. My name's on the itinerary and that just feels good. Agreed. And I think sometimes owners get hung up on the, we don't have enough time in the day. We know we don't have uh, five massage therapists who have 16 slots available for an hour long massage. And the key here is just tailoring it for an event. And that means shorter sessions. So a 30 minute massage instead of a 60 minute or a 20 minute Reiki session instead of a 45 minute. And that kind of gives the clients a taste and they end up wanting to come back then for that full session with that massage therapist or that Reiki master. So it's not only helping the clients feel great, it's it's wonderful for the center because it's a reach out to the community, but it also is bringing in added business for these practitioners. So it's just an all around win. Absolutely. So what are some obstacles that other wellness center owners might be encountering uh, as they are trying to run their events? I think money or lack thereof is always an obstacle. We get really hung up on wanting to give and, and, and that's wonderful. We should be giving back to community, but also we have to pay the bills. You have to pay the electric. You have to pay for the paper products that are being used that day. Every single time the toilet flushes, you know, you are racking up money for your utilities. So it's important to charge for every single event, even your open house. You're having an open house. Awesome. Minimum charge for admission. It doesn't have to be $50. It doesn't even have to be 35 for an open house. It could be something like 15 and then they can add on services for an additional price and they pay extra for food services like the lunch. So you want to cover your bases so that you can cover the cost of utilities. Don't use big catering companies unless you can afford them. They're amazing, but there are so many very talented personal chefs out there who would love a couple hours of work at your center or just more affordable in general. Um, Questions about money and lack of confidence surrounding money conversations is another obstacle. 
And that's something I can help with via consultation. But I think we really run into these problems where we worry about taking a cut from the practitioners who are offering services that day. And again, we're forgetting that we have to pay the utilities and the mortgage on these buildings if we own it. If we're renting the building, we still have to pay the rent. So it's okay to charge a general admission fee. It's also okay to take a small percentage from each practitioner who's offering services that day. Hey there, this is Katie from Jane. Thanks for letting me drop into your episode today. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software that makes it easy for you to run and grow your business with helpful features like online booking, scheduling, charting, and integrated payments. Here at Jane, we know that time is money, So we've created a better way for you to not just save time, but also get paid with our PCI compliant integrated payment solution called Jane Payments. With Jane Payments, you can request a credit card on file through an intake form or through your online booking payment policy. Jane Payments also makes it easy to collect outstanding balances through payment requests, emails, and texts. And the best part, there are no hidden fees, no surprises, and no contracts. It only takes a few minutes to set up before you're good to start processing payments. Learn how to save time and get paid with Jane at jane.app forward slash payments. So the structure of your setup at your center, because people will want to know, are the providers there renting space from you? Are they contractors? Are they employees? So that's an interesting mix. The majority are tenants in my building that I own. However, for the events, I actually bring in people from all over the state of Pennsylvania or New Jersey, um, wherever there's a practitioner that wants to come in, they're welcome to come in. So for the most part, the tenants don't participate in our events because they have their own clientele going. We bring in these guest presenters, these guest Reiki masters, these guest cupping practitioners, and they will do a couple hours of service. And then if they'd like the option to come back and see clients locally, they can rent space from me by the hour. So I've really established kind of a great relationship with them now. And I have returning practitioners every month. And then, of course, I'm always looking for new blood, people that want to come out and do something very different, really unique. And uh, the, the community loves that. Amazing. So let's let's talk more about those relationships you have with the vendors. I think people would want to know how you built those relationships, why you think they keep coming back, how does it make a difference for your events, and you know whatever other tips you want to share about kind of building those community partnerships. Sure. I'm networking with the vendors on social media all the time, and I snatch the ones I want for events as soon as I can. So months out, we're talking about dates and getting them in. And then I commit to make it a really fun day for them. I always visit with each vendor. I get to know them. And when I say vendor, by the way, I mean practitioners who are offering a service and also vendors who are coming in with a table of goods that they'd like to sell. But I treat them to either a coupon for a discounted lunch or a halo therapy session in the salt cave at the end of our day together. And we've really kind of built this friendship and this little family at Twin Ponds. It's really positive. Um, Now I've got a list of vendors just waiting to get in the doors for each event. Presenters, many of them ask me what the fee is to come speak at my center, which like blows me away for the special presenters because there's no fee. I pay them. Um, For example, the sound bath. I mean, I'm paying for the sound bath. That's part of that general admission fee. That's how I'm accruing that money to them to be able to pay these presenters. I pay them well 
And sadly, I've learned that in the world of holistic health, most practitioners are terribly underpaid. So you want to make it worth their while to come out for the day um, and just really include them in the whole vibe of the center. And with this structure, are you able to profit enough off of these events that, you know, are you meeting your your financial goals with these events? I'm getting there. I only just purchased the building last July, so it hasn't even been a year. I never expected for it to take off this way. I didn't expect events to blow up. It really did. Instagram helps, of course. Uh, Facebook live feeds really help. And I am meeting my goals and I'm expanding my goals. I want to do more. And we want to kind of put together um, a Twin Pond sponsored retreat that would be held at a larger center. And that would allow us to hire more practitioners and get uh, more services out there to the general public. Awesome. So what do you see in the future for your events at Twin Ponds? You spoke a little bit to it, kind of expanding, but what are you thinking for, you know, the next few years? Well, I'm really excited about our monthly events. I'd like to see them continue. We plan on holding some specialized events that fall in line with the Equinox. And believe it or not, I'm now marketing holistic bridal and baby showers because we have an entire population of people that don't drink alcohol, but it's true. This is part of American society. We just kind of assume that there's going to be alcohol and partying involved at every shower, every um, event surrounding weddings. And I'd really like to come up with some holistic events that allow people to come get a massage, maybe have a vegetarian brunch in our kitchen, sit out on the patio, have a fire pit, maybe, you know, do a yoga class. I just think that would be a creative way to allow women to bind surrounding health rather than alcohol. Um, We're also reaching out to our um, LGBTQ plus community this June and hosting a pride event. And I'm very excited about that. So that's going to be great. Wonderful. So I always like to ask if you have that one piece of business advice for the new healthcare provider who is going into this world of business ownership or expanding into a wellness center, what's that one piece of advice that you wish someone had given you or that you always feel like is kind of the the nugget of wisdom? I will say take calculated risks. It's totally worth it. And then when you make mistakes, learn from them and take another risk, another calculated risk. And actually, Kendall, when you and I did a consult, when I had first bought the building, I remember asking you, should I have an open house? The place is ready. I don't have the right furniture yet. It's not as pretty as I want it to be. And you said, Katie, just do it. Get the paint on the walls and just do it. And I think that was a great piece of advice. I didn't wait till everything was perfect. The most important piece was the community and the good vibes. So I would just tell people, take the calculated risks and your space does not have to be perfect before you throw an amazing celebration there for your community. Just jump right in. 100%. It's about the people. It's about the people and relationships and your space doesn't have to be perfect. It's just filled with all of the passion and love coming from you and your providers. And that makes all the difference. So that's sage advice. Katie, tell us about the self-led CEO and how people can work with you. 
Well, I own a counseling practice called Nickashore and Associates, and then I own Twin Ponds Holistic Health. And as I said before, that's my fun job, my wellness job. And then I'm a business consultant for therapists who use internal family systems. And if you're not a therapist, but you own a business and you'd like to, to kind of lead your business with an IFS perspective through that IFS lens, this is an opportunity to talk about how do we run a business while also giving back to the community. So that's what I do. It's a very, it's very unique. It's different. IFS is just a great way of looking at the parts of ourselves and radically accepting all parts, including our ADHD parts, our totally unorganized parts, our overexcited parts, our frustrated business person parts, radically accepting that and then moving forward in the business world with confidence. Sounds like an amazing resource. So if people want to connect with you, how do they do that? They can find me on the Self-Led CEO on Facebook. They can also find me on Twin Ponds Holistic Health. We're on Facebook and we're on Instagram. And of course, you can also contact me directly through Kendall's Facebook group, Wellness Center Creators. Wonderful. Katie, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you, Kendall, for having me. This was great. I love your community and your advice has really been helpful for me on this project. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. By the way, I love hearing from listeners. Please send me an email at Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, at wellnesscentercreators.com with your feedback. And if you send me a question, maybe I'll read it on the show, anonymously, of course. Thanks so much again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast.